Howdy, Devin Rose, Lionheart Catholic. Wanted to share with you a presentation that I gave to a group of young single Catholic men. And I call this the no-nonsense guide. It's what I wish uh, maybe an older married man would have shared with me when I was in my 20s. Um, I discerned my vocation that I was not called to the priesthood religious life, instead that I was called to marriage. Um, and I had some blind spots, as you'll see, and I'll share one of them right now. When I went to meet my um, then future wife, now wife, Catherine, I only thought that the spiritual, supernatural foundation mattered. Meaning, if I was a good person, I practiced the Catholic faith, it didn't matter how I looked, how I dressed, my manners, um, even the car I drove, the skills I had or didn't have. Hey, you know, she should be able to see into my heart and know that I was a good Catholic guy. Well, um, that was a blind spot because we're not just pure spiritual beings like angels, right? Our bodies matter, how we dress matters, how we comport ourselves, etc. So we're going to go into that here. But I showed up um, at her house and and I was wearing a uh, you know like a free T-shirt that I had gotten at a 5K race I had done many years ago. Um, it was clean, but also it was probably six years old, eight years old. And jeans, turns out those jeans were out of style by maybe a decade, uh, maybe two decades. They were very cheap, and that's why I bought them. I had white tube socks on, and I had some beat-up tennis shoes. So you can imagine what I looked like when I showed up at her house. And she, being a young woman who had a, a lick of fashion sense, saw me and almost said, I don't think so. Um, someone interceded to save the day with that, um, but but we'll first dive into some of this. Um, so I give an analogy, you're building your house. Well, the spiritual foundation um, is at the base, right? And without that supernatural foundation in the Catholic faith, in sanctifying grace, then um, it yeah all the natural stuff you can be the slickest dude in the world and be muscular and dress great and have a Ferrari and be rich that won't matter right because you're 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 lacking the the core um, the true foundation but that doesn't mean you can neglect those natural components okay so let's start with the spiritual uh, you know this is like 101 stuff mass and confession rosary and mental prayer so that's a daily practice that i recommend you guys uh, start the rosary and mental prayer rosary vocal prayer we in justice owe to god a certain amount of vocal prayer each day um, a certain amount of prayer period in justice how much do we owe as let's say as, as lay people i don't know 10 minutes 15 minutes 20 minutes um, ideally, you would go up from there, right? But yeah, the rosary is about 20 minutes. And then mental prayer, you can start at five minutes and go up from there. Uh, you know what? I'll try to remember to add a link. I have a blog post. Here's the five steps of doing mental prayer that all the saints practiced. And it gives you some structure with it. Then beyond that, you always want to be studying the Catholic faith. 
reading the Bible, reading the catechism. Um, and there's older catechisms too, that in many ways are better than the newer catechism. But if all you have is a newer one, read that. Eucharistic adoration, novenas, devotions, litanies, sacramentals, scapulars, penances. Some people do a perpetual fast or penance for some intention, like on behalf of their future spouse, or for, to be able to meet their future spouse for you know his or her sanctification. Uh, that's something you could take on. And so what's the game plan? Well, start by overcoming serious sin. You may have serious sin in your life. The first of the three phases of the spiritual life, the way of purgation, we're going to purge out those serious sins. We want to start the practice then of good habits, right? Virtue. We want to be able to re persevere in sanctifying grace, right? That's the friendship with God. Um, that will mean we will go to heaven and be with him. Might be through purgatory. Uh, and then you want to grow in virtue throughout your life. And this is what God wants. He wants us to be saints. He wants us to be in heaven with him. That's why we're made. So, you know, the action to take then, you want to go to mass, holy days, and on Sundays. Uh, and that's the minimum. Ideally, you could go to daily mass, maybe once per week, maybe twice. You could increase from there. I say monthly confession, obviously, if you can go every week, great. Every two weeks, wonderful. Um, if you can only make it every two months, you know, so be it. And then um, rosary mental prayer. And I include the My Daily Bread booklet in my recommendation. It's on Amazon, but it's also here on Tan Books. It's a short little booklet, but it has daily meditations broken up into the three phases of the spiritual life, the way of purgation, way of um, illumination, the way of union, I believe that the three are. And it has a, a, you know, as if Christ is speaking to you, a few paragraphs, and then thought, like how, what you think about, and then a prayer. Now, the prayer doesn't, isn't be said aloud. It's all of these are, are basically um, content for you then to bring to silent mental prayer with God. This is, um, you know, a fantastic booklet and actually, a Catholic husband and father who was about 15 years older than I, when I became Catholic, he um, took me under his wing informally, for which I'll be uh, forever grateful. And he gave me this book, I think, at Christmas one day. And I've since always had it. Sometimes I haven't you know, read it uh, you know, diligently or I've moved on to other things. But then I've come back with it, too. And it really holds up. There's other mental prayer uh, books you can buy too. The Imitation of Christ is one. You uh, also can find St. Alphonsus Liguori and many saints, but he in particular wrote a meditation, I think for every day of the church year, all the major seasons, feasts. And similarly, he has a subject for meditation and it's aligned with, you know, his Advent or if it's Lent or Pentecost, whatever it might be. All right. So do that, and then you want to keep studying. Because the more you study, right, you're forming your intellect in the truth, and you're reading the writings of the saints. You're learning the Catholic faith. Without that spiritual foundation, none of these natural components that I'm about to discuss with you will avail you. So you got to work on that. Now, that doesn't mean that, you know, it's a journey. It, it takes time. You don't wait till you're the perfect saint before you start these other things, but but don't think that these natural, um, you know, components can make up for the lack of the spiritual foundation.
If there's cracks in that foundation, the house will fall. Jesus said as much, right? So when I say natural components, you know, what do I mean? Career. Um, you don't have to go to college to have a career. But you need to formulate a plan, an idea of, here's what I'm doing. Here's my area, expertise. What is the path for me to be able to provide for a family with that? Certain jobs, it's it's easier because they make more right out of the gate. You know, doctor, lawyer, um, maybe even engineer, for example. Others, they might be more in the trade. Uh, maybe it's plumber, or, you know, electrician, welder, etc. Well, um, one, those jobs can pay well. Okay. Two, there's entrepreneurial opportunities with those jobs. Maybe you eventually learn the skills of an electrician and go through an apprentice and then become a journeyman. And then somewhere between journeyman and master electrician, you go off on your own. Or uh, similarly for a welder. And, um, you know, if, if, Going off on your own, if capital or there was money to buy the necessary equipment and supplies to own yourself, not just owned by the company who employs you, is an issue, think about in your Catholic community. There could be older men like me who would be willing to give you a 0% interest loan to buy that equipment. You have to show that you're responsible and ready, maybe even come up with a kind of a business plan, if you will. But um, don't let that be a a block to um, thinking about how you could go off on your own. And who knows, then you have your own business as a welder or an electrician, you might be employing other people, you know, under you, right, providing careers for them. And also finances budget. You want to have a, an understanding of how much I bring in and how do I live within my means. Um, even more so if I'm married, the expenses are greater. What if we have lots of children, expenses are greater. I want to be the sole breadwinner. Right? I don't want my wife to be the breadwinner. Um, I don't even want her to have to work, ideally. Right now, sometimes a woman might work some, but you you don't want that situation where you're both relying on each other, uh, the, the, the sum of y'all's income um, because you want your wife to be at home with your children, rearing them, forming them, um, ideally homeschooling them as well. So... Uh, next, health. And, and, and under the broad topic of health, I'm including strength, endurance. Okay, so that's those are physical capacities. There's some sub ones here, as well as appearance and dress, okay, which is, yes, not strictly health, but um, the uh, starting with strength and endurance, these were some things I, I, you know, I played sports growing up. So I was fairly athletic, but then eh, I hit my 20s and I slowed down with that. And uh, when... I got married, we tried farming, and I was not strong enough to do the farm work and hurt my back badly, ruptured three discs, uh, because I had never, I had not done weightlifting, and I didn't think it was needed, it was a waste of time. Uh, matter of fact, I wrote a short book called Farm Flop, <laughs> let's see if I can pull it up real quick, and it's what happened when uh, we failed at our farm. Let me see. It might be. I'll try to find it real quick. Um, yeah, here it is. A city dweller's guide to failing on a farm in two years or less, which is accurate. That actually happened. Oh, what's up with this? 
It's not even uh, actively sold. What's what's going on here? <laughs> they discontinued my book. Who knows what's you know what happened? Okay, well, well there you go. Oh wait, Amazon.sg. What? I'm in another country. What's this brave search doing? All right, this looks like U.S. Amazon. SG Singapore? I don't know. Stay with me on this, okay? Yeah, here it is. And on Kindle, it's $2.99. Paperback's $9.99. If you want the account of what happened when I wasn't strong enough. Uh, so it is, it is important to be strong. Why? To provide for your family. When I was debilitated from that back injury, my ability to provide for my family was at risk. I also could barely pick up my children, sometimes could not pick them up. They were little at the time because it would hurt my back. I was in severe pain. And it was all because I wasn't strong enough. Also to protect your family, right? Physical strength is important to be able to protect them as is some way of, of defense, right? Whether empty handed skills like a martial arts, weapons, okay, you know, guns, uh, things like that. Um, and endurance too, you know, being able to whatever, carry a load and uh, run, whatever it might be. So moving from that, then appearance and dress. I already shared how I look like a, you know, I look like somebody who didn't care about how he looked. And that was accurate. But that was a blind spot. When I showed up there and I was going to take my future wife out on our first date, we were going to go to a restaurant. We've been corresponding. And, and by the way, we met online. So we met online on Ave Maria Catholic Singles and Catholic Match. So this is the first in-person meeting after corresponding and even talking on the phone for a few months. There I was. She came out dressed very nicely. She had on a skirt. Um, you know, she had done her hair. I was wearing whatever. She saw me and said, I'm overdressed. I'm going to go back and change into something more casual that matches what you're wearing. And I was like, hey, you look fine to me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> great. I was pretty clueless. Uh, she was actually going to just call it off right there and then and say, uh, thanks, you know, dude, but uh, no thanks. And her mother interceded. And um, her mother saw some good qualities in me, what they were, I'm not sure. But she said, uh, Catherine, give this guy a chance. I think he's got a feeling clothes can be changed. Okay. Clothes can be changed. You can improve that. Um, but there's, you know, stuff that's deeper in. And maybe that's that was, you know, kind of that spiritual foundation I've been working so hard for. Maybe some of that came out. You know, I don't know. Uh, but I didn't help my cause. Matter of fact, I actually had two roommates at the time who were two of my best friends and still are. They know who they are. Um, they both, I had examples. They both dressed sharply. They didn't dress ostentatiously. They weren't like all dudded up and whatever, but they looked sharp, you know, clean cut, you know, hair, clothing, the way they presented themselves. And uh, I should have learned from them. And I didn't. We'll get to that in a second on how imitating other men who are admirable in a given area. As we kind of get into courtship too, you as a young man, you need to think about your manners, your speech, being able to communicate well what you're thinking, um, having gentlemanly manners, being uh, knowing the rules of courtesy, um, even things like if I'm eating dinner at someone's house, what are the different rules? Matter of fact, I'll never forget, um, there was a young 
Catholic woman I courted, and um, it did not did not lead to marriage. Um, but I remember we uh, sat down at, at her table, and um, they, we'd already said a prayer. I don't know in the kitchen or something. So we sat down. Well, I started eating. Well, the uh, you know the her, her parents you know at the head of the table had not started eating, and they looked at me. And uh, I committed a faux pas. Uh, you know, traditionally you need to wait till the, the, the head of the table takes that first bite, then you start eating. And I didn't know that. You know, I'm an American. <laughs> I don't. Everywhere all equal. <laughs> so there's um, there's things to learn there, and we're going to get into that more in terms of conversation and being an interesting person, not being a bore and dominating the conversation, learning how to ask the the young woman in this case about herself. Um, now things like polish too, and I put under polish dancing skill and a vehicle. So, um, you know, I didn't know how to dance. Well, being able to dance is something that is very attractive for lots of young women, right? If you could actually you know, take uh, that, that young woman's hand and say, hey, we're going to do, we're going to do a waltz <laughs> together. We're going to do a, a two-step together and go to a, you know, a, a country Western, uh, you know, reputable establishment. Wow. That's, uh, that's very masculine and be able to lead her with that. So um, I didn't know how to do that. I had not put the time into it, nor did I think it mattered. Well, it would have helped. And there was even one awkward situation I had where I was I was courting a young Catholic woman. She was actually a very skilled dancer. And she basically was like, why don't you take me out on, on the dance floor here? And we'll dance to this band's music. And I don't, I, you know, in that case, I don't remember what type of music that that band was playing, but I didn't know how to do any dance. <laughs> so it didn't matter what they were playing. I didn't know how to dance to it. And, and I was, I was like, ooh, I was sort of frozen with embarrassment. She wants me to lead her in a dance. I don't even know what would go with this. Uh, and eventually, they, uh, the band mercifully stopped playing right at that moment, and they took a long break. So I was spared from having to, to go out there. But um, that's, yeah, that was embarrassing. Uh, vehicle. Uh, so I remember when I first pulled up to my now future wife's uh, house, I drove a Honda Civic. My whole life I'd draw, driven a Honda Civic. And actually in my life I've owned five Honda Civics. <laughs> I don't own one now, but I used to. You know, a Honda Civic is a great vehicle. It gets you from A to B in a very value efficient way. What a Honda Civic is not is a is a is like a masculine, you know, vehicle. It has zero cool factor. But my roommates, meanwhile, one of them drove a sporty, nice um, Forerunner SUV. The other one had a big full-size truck. And yeah, I was puttering around in the Civic. Uh, there's, a, there's a balance here. And actually, one of the young men, when I was talking about this last night, said, well, wait a second. On the one hand, you just said you got to be have a budget and be frugal. Now you're saying don't buy the cheapest vehicle that you can, but you know, buy a more expensive one. And yes, there's no, there's no hard and fast rule here, right? Oh, well, a Civic's bad, but a, uh, man, you know, I don't even know what cars are, are are out there, but a truck's good, you know. It's more of how you're presenting yourself. 
And the fact is, for a little bit more money, I could have bought a car that would have had similar qualities to a Civic, but had had a little bit of pizzazz, had a little bit of style, and been a bit more masculine. So don't get caught up on that. Don't go crazy thinking, oh my goodness, as if that matters, how shallow is a woman? It's not that women are shallow. Um, and a woman that you're wanting to court as a Catholic man won't be shallow. At the same time, uh, those these types of qualities matter and how you're presenting yourself. Why? Let me jump down to this real quick. Because when you're wanting to court a young woman, what you're saying is, here's where I'm going. Would you like to join me in this adventure? And she's having to decide, do I want to join this man in this adventure of life? Is he going in a direction I want to go? Do I think he is capable of accomplishing it? Do I think he, he has a sense of a noble mission and purpose that he's following? Or do I think instead like, oh man, you know, we're going to be, uh, you know, just not impressed. She's, if she's just not impressed by, um, by how you're presenting yourself, your life, um, and even how you, you know, talk, you know, when you think about it, you're going to have to spend the rest of your life with this person, you know, you know, God willing, as long as you both shall live. And are you going to be an interesting companion for her? <laughs> okay. And um, before we get to this imitate other men, there was a prayer card that I got. It looks like this. It's a boy sweetheart's daily prayer with six rules for a happy and successful friendship and courtship. It comes off like one of those things written 70, 80, 100 years ago, and it probably is. It comes off as quaint, but I actually got this prayer card. I don't know from where. Maybe someone gave it to me. It has a great prayer. Um, you know, St. Joseph. And it has these six rules. These six rules are really good. So it talks about the spiritual foundation here. Okay. And then asking Our Lady for the grace to respect and protect her daughters, right? Respecting and protecting her daughters means pornography is out, right? Lust is out. And ridding yourself of those serious sins is one of those first key things in the spiritual plan. Imitating Christ the gentleman. Gentleman gets to those manners, that courtesy, right? That chivalrous conduct. Who is so unselfish? So St. Joseph, who lived for others, that's how you right? God, Christ calls us as men that we're going to sacrifice for our wives, just as he did for his bride, the church. Be rich in masculine interests. Those are not out of date. They're more so needed than ever. So masculine interests, um, you need to think about that. When I said that earlier, it wasn't, I didn't make that up. That's what you need to, to be thinking about. Um, as well as the art of conversation and of being interesting. If you are a boorish guy, you might not even know it. Are you talking about yourself more than you're inquiring about the other person? And you know what? Let's look up that word. Boorish. Boorish. With double O. Resembling being rude and clumsy in behavior. Sounds pretty good. Yeah, uncouth manners or appearance. A rude or insensitive person. Don't be a bore. 
Um, learn to make decisions for yourself. And that's important because you as the Catholic man are going to be the leader, the head of the home. You're going to have to make key decisions for the direction your family goes um, in a whole host of ways, right? And how you're um, teaching your children, leading your family, leading your wife. Learn to save and be a pleasant companion. So saving gets to that budgeting aspect and being frugal, being a pleasant companion. That's important. Sometimes we Catholic men, some of us are made certain ways with temperaments where we can be very harsh. We can be very analytical, you know, oh, I'm analyzing what you're doing and I, you know, I'm finding fault or criticizing. Uh, that's not good. You want to learn to be a pleasant companion. And then um, esteem for the sacrament of marriage, that gets to understanding your God-given calling right, and what it means to be a Catholic husband and father. So this, I actually distilled this down in here as well, or I copied it, I should say. Uh, but it comes from this prayer card, which you can get. And it has this prayer, which is, is, is a neat prayer. I used to pray it every day. So, um, you know, I talk about giving of yourself, the same thing. I mean, Christ the gentleman, so unselfish at home and abroad. And, and, you know, how do you do this? Ideally, you find a spiritual director who's a priest. Those can be in short supply. Failing that, Finding other men, preferably who are a little bit older than you, 10, 15, 20, 30 years, who you can imitate, who you see are admirable. You can watch them. You can do this informally but just by watching them. How does he comport himself? How does he take care of his children? What are the things he does at church and elsewhere if you if you are you know blessed enough to get to see him at his home, right? Maybe they invite you over and whatnot. We had youth, we had young adults over. 10, 20, uh, 20 something, I don't know, uh, 20 single Catholic uh, men and women came over and and uh, my wife and I shared with them the story of our own courtship. And then we split off into the guys and the girls and only the guys heard this. This was the secret for the guys. Um, of course, on videos, anyone can watch it. But, you know, girls, you can learn something too about what the guys should be trying to strive for. So, I was blessed to have men I could look up to. My own father, you know, God bless him, is not Catholic. He was not able to lead me in these certain areas. Right? Just, you know, he, hopefully he'll be Catholic. He's mid-70s. It's not over yet. But um, yeah, he, is, he go, does go to a Protestant a church. But uh, there, then other men stepped in. Um, and I'm, you know, as I said, eternally grateful for them. So you then look for those mentors uh, in your community who you can follow. And if you can't find them, you, I don't know, look online. <laughs> There's some awesome priests out there, you know, who, who are put content out, who are very, uh, you know, courageous and well-versed in the faith. Okay. So spiritual foundation, and then these natural elements, spiritual, you want to, of course, go to mass confession, remain in a state of sanctifying grace, rosary and daily mental prayer, and then all of the other uh, things you want to grow in. I better cut this off now. Devin Rose, Lionheart Catholic. You know what? I'll put a blog post. I don't think YouTube lets you put, and maybe even not even the podcast stuff lets you put a file, a link to a blog post, which will have the file linked to, so you could download this if you want. This is a starting off point. This is a launching point. Um, so you might, you're, you're going to have to tailor this to, to your own circumstances and abilities you're gonna to have to use your virtue of prudence and wisdom to know how to adapt this some of it might apply differently to you but this is a guide
to get you started. All right, with that, thanks for listening. God bless.